0: Hi, I'm Porig Walsh and you're very welcome to the podcast series All About This our mission is to explore the subject of disability in Ireland today. I'll be chatting with people with exceptional ability, their families, policymakers, and clinicians working in the field. We hope that these conversations will inform, inspire, and sometimes challenge current thinking on disability. We're all about this, and we're glad that you are too.
1: Coming up on today's episode, they say anything can happen in theatre, and that is really and truly true of our work. You know, anything really can happen. There's a kind of a fluidity there. We chat with some of the team from Run of the Mill Theatre, a community based group. Group supporting people with IDs to access high-quality drama and theatre as artists, makers, and participants. Jane, Mark, and Ashling chat to Porig. All about this.
0: So we're delighted to be joined today by Mark Smith and Jane Ryan, two actors of significant talent who have been involved in some very successful productions at Wonder the Mill Theatre here in Selbridge. And we have group director Ashling Byrne with us here to tell us a bit more about her work in disability theatre also. So thanks for joining us, guys. Thank you.
1: Thanks for having us.
0: I understand that Run of the Mill was founded in 2014 by you, Ashing, after six years working with artists with intellectual disabilities. Ashing, can you tell me a bit about what Run of the Mill Theatre do and how they came to exist?
1: Yes, of course. So Run of the Mill Theatre, I suppose our overarching aim is to provide a space in the community for people with intellectual disabilities to access the arts the theatre arts specifically and to have very high quality encounters with the arts so what that kind of means on a daily basis is we make the plays <laughs> we uh we make work um both at a very small local community level and bigger stuff that's you know more funded <laughs> as i like to put it and we also run ongoing um education and training programs And that would be in conjunction and collaboration with St. John of God's Liffey Region, which is our local disability service provider. And I suppose how we formed was I was working as a facilitator out out of the service, based out of St. John of God's Liffey Region. And um, it's just part of a natural progression from us wanting to break away and be be more a part of our local arts community, still in affiliation with the service, but uh, moving out on our own and... As a result, being able to create better visibility for the work and get more people hearing about us and talking about us and what we're, what we're doing.
0: Mark and Jane, how long have you been involved with drama? Jane.
1: Um, it was
2: since September. I mean, really I love drama and it was very good.
0: What are the things that you like about it?
2: Um, that we can put on our own plays and stuff.
0: Can you tell me a bit about the plays that you've done already um, with Run of the Mill?
2: We did we did um, Mamma Mia and we did um, an other not not an other high school musical. Um, I played the I, I played Donna in Mamma Mia and I played Mar- Maria in not an other high school musical. Okay,
0: very good. Mark, tell me about your history of drama.
3: Um, I started way back um, when I actually met Ashley, and from there then I just. Then I want to do stuff in line of arts and music, so I'm actually growing up with um, music and theatre in my family, so
0: that's worth. Ashley, what inspired you to work specifically with people who have disabilities?
1: Um, I I suppose I trained in theatre studies at Trinity, and I took a module in community uh, drama, not really. Sure, if that was, you know, I was a theatre maker. I didn't know what area I was going to go into, and I did a placement as part of that module in um, a service for people with intellectual disabilities, uh, doing drama, and I just knew immediately there was nothing else I ever wanted to do. <laughs> so um, I, it, it, it was as instant as that. Um, I just realised that there was something so exciting. Um, about uh, working with people with extra support needs and bringing, bringing their perspective on the work. I'm so passionate about theatre. I love the unique perspective that I feel people with extra support needs can bring to the arts. And I also felt that there was a, a real lack um on a wide scale, a, a lack of provision for for people with extra support needs, a lack of inclusion in the arts. I mean, there's some fabulous examples where that's not the case, but they're they're in the minority. So I just wanted to be part of that movement, um, of of you know arts and disability and supporting people with disabilities to to access the arts.
0: So what were the things that you enjoyed about the the productions that you've been involved in? Um,
2: we met loads of different people in it that I didn't know So,
0: how did it feel performing in front of 200 people each night
2: I was really nervous really
0: <laughs> uh, Mark what did you what What are the things that you enjoy about drama and being involved in a drama group I kind of learned a bit more into me because
3: I actually wanted to get into this um, show because I've been wasn't that known but now getting loads of covetings and um, getting nice things to happen to me so yeah it's good in the school in Minute, there was studying King there, so um, they have a, a bit of a, an opportunity to come to the show. So we had over twenty um, students came. So um, the first night, this ten went, and the the next went, uh, and and the next and, and the last show. But I was in salvage, and you know, just going to the post office. You know, oh, that's King there. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I'm in Tesco, I Malaysia, oh, it's just Mark. And, uh, I
1: just hope your head fits out the door, the post <laughs> office <is> Mark. It was <laughs> like, uh-oh.
3: Oh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was good. And then when I was in the college, um, and a few of my um, friends and students um, came to the show as well. It's like, whoa. So, yeah, and then I had a big group of guys that I work with in Tesco, they actually went to the show as well. I was like, whoa, including my boss as well.
0: You mentioned that you work in Tesco, Mark. How long have you been working there for?
3: 17 years this year.
0: Were you there when it was called Quinsworth? Yes, that was back in 1999. Can you tell me what jobs you do when you were there in, in Tesco or how you ended up getting that job? Well, actually, it wasn't
3: any job coaches. It was actually with my dad um, before he passed away. Um, what happened was um, he did a, a job in Queensland at first and then one of the managers, Maureen... Um, Saying, "Oh, this is Mark." Um, um. Anyway, so from there, then I went in to my interview. Been
0: been there ever since. Back to you, Ashley. What adaptations have you noticed that you've had to make when you're working with people who have additional support needs?
1: I guess, for me, when you're working um, as an artist in this setting, it's exceptionally important that the work is very process led. Um, and that you don't come in with too firm of a plan and that you let it be, that that the work takes a very collaborative type of um, methodology, which a lot of like modern theater is very devised, Um, but obviously working in a context where the literacy rate of the students might be to go on the UNDP average is something like 3% literacy rates globally for people with a learning disability you know, it would be naive to come in and say, let's, here's a script, you've got to learn your lines. So you have to kind of adjust um, maybe some of the more traditional theatre methods um, to suit the needs of the people that you're working with. But that said, I think that the way um, theatre is evolving, um, the methodologies that are becoming very kind of um, in collaborative theatre really suit um, the people that I work with Um, and I think something I was very proud of after Reason and Madness was a review by um, Shakespearean academic Stephen O'Neill who came along uh, from an organisation called Shakespeare in Ireland and he commented that the interpretation of Lear that the actors because they were the creators as well Uh, had made was actually really in keeping with current trends in Shakespeare, which is, as he would call it, post-textual. And I'm sort of saying, well, we're just post-textual because, you know, it's of absolutely no use for us to have a text in the room for the majority of our learners, you know. So there's something ultimately creative about that and, and really really theatrical there's a real liveness when you're coming to the theatre and yes we've worked off a kind of a scaffolding of a script that we've put together but I mean really and truly they say anything can happen in theatre and that is really and truly true of our work you know anything really can happen there's a kind of a fluidity there which I think is exciting so I suppose yeah adjusting adjusting some of those more conventional ways of working in theatre from script based work would be very
0: necessary So Mark who are your inspirations and what are your, who are your favourite actors and why?
3: Okay Dane Radcliffe because I'm into Harry Potter anyway and I, I know all the stories about Harry so inking there I actually adapted a kind of few things from Harry into my own. I liked um, another one uh, he's actually a friend of mine actually and it was Seamus um, um, who's in all the Harry Potter films as well. My other one is um, Sean Connery. No Spawn, born, James Bond. <laughs> um, that's my uh, thing of Sean Connery. Um, the reason I like Sean Connery because um, he was a very first Bond, and
0: I liked him because he's Scottish. How has having Down syndrome impacted on your life?
2: Sometimes so, some people do um call me... Um, that and I don't
3: like it there is a few people um, I did comment on it uh, I, mean, I know a few people in Tesco's. and I know one guy he said why are you here and I said I work here and he said you're done student get lost and uh, so I just I just deal with it and that was it talked to my boss and that was it
1: at Run of the Mill, we feel like our actors' disabilities are something we, we really celebrate. Um, so it's never seen as a negative in our drama. Sure, it's not.
3: No, it's not, because like I remember um, uh, when I was acting Action the scripts um Polaire and I said, I'm in heaven, because I've been doing the scripts probably nearly four or five times a week, And then on the Friday day, I do a blast. So I'll probably do like four or five hours um, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Like five hours each day at the weekend. And I'm actually more confident now on stage as well. So there you go.
1: Yeah, Mark highlights a good point there that um, despite the fact that we don't do very heavily text-based work, ultimately there's going to have to be lines to be remembered for a performance as best one can and so as Mark will point out you know he might I, I've, I've worked with actors with him without disabilities and Mark will probably have to work just that little bit harder and for that little bit longer in order to be able to um, remember everything he needs to remember exactly, and same yeah. for Jane and I think that for me that makes their achievement up on the stage all the more amazing you know but I the feedback for every show we would do from from the Not Another High School musical all the way up to the more um, challenging Shakespeare production would be, how did you guys remember all those lines? Or sometimes to me, people will say, how did you get them to do all that? And I'm thinking, they did it themselves. I didn't get anyone to do anything. I was just a cog in the wheel, you know, facilitating the talent that's already there. So um, I think that's one of the things that's most rewarding for me about the work is getting people to see... Um,
3: the work done
1: to see the work done by people who have a disability as as Pork was discussing earlier and done so well Let's see what you guys are capable of and the talents that you have
0: just one last question um, with regards to uh, theatre for people with disabilities is there any ways that you could see it being further supported in Ireland both by the community and by the government
1: well I mean obviously the investment by the Arts Council of Ireland in Reason and Madness was a real departure for us so it was like a real sign of their commitment to the work of artists and arts participants with disabilities. So that's fantastic. And I do feel that, a, you know, a shift is happening in arts funding and more and more uh, theatre companies that are working with people with disabilities are getting the big grants. Like you might've seen Blue Teapot on the Ray Darcy show. Uh, they got huge uh, film board funding for the fantastic uh, movie version Sanctuary, which is developed from a play that they did. And, um, Equinox down in Kilkenny have been funded for their new show, and uh, you know, we're very much hoping that the Arts Council might continue their investment in us as a group. Um, however, if you compare Ireland to the UK in terms of the prevalence of um, work and initiatives for people with disabilities um, to be involved in theatre, you know, we aren't quite we aren't quite on par with the UK yet um, who would have probably a company for every, for every district, you know, representing, you know, that, that community of people. Um, I suppose as well on a very real note, Um, you know, maybe not so much for Mark and Jane, they've been very lucky with the opportunities that have been presented in some ways, well, when only, only lucky because they're so talented, but, um. I would have observed in my role as a facilitator across the service, even predating Run of the Mill, um, any attempt we might have made to support some of the people we work with to break into local community theatre groups to be somewhat challenging. Um, now, some of the groups in Selbridge uh, have started to become very supportive in terms of, um, you know, offering up their resources and their costumes and their props and, and perhaps their, their time or you know, there's kind of a will to collaborate there with us as run of the mill. But for the ordinary Joe Soap with a disability wanting to maybe audition to be in one of the local plays, um, we have found that not every local theatre group is as welcoming. And I, I have examples of students of mine being turned away from participating in, a, in one of their local musical societies because... It was considered a, his participation was considered a health and safety issue. I mean, for what reason? Don't ask me. But, you know, or you might find inclusion is welcome, but that individual who wants to be performing on the stage will actually be making tea backstage for the performers. But then again, there's examples where this is changing. Uh, we would have the local, on new, the players are incredible, the Maynooth players, and... I have now twice seen a fantastic actor with Down syndrome, I think his name is Kevin, his name escapes me, be in two of their recent productions, including a production of The Hostage by Brendan Behan, which is an incredibly challenging play. So, you know, everywhere you go, you'll get good examples and bad examples of of good and bad practice and inclusion in the arts. But I think it would be nice to see at a local level more theatres opening their doors to diversity on their stages.
0: Gene. Mark, Ashling, thank you very much for joining us on All About This this week. And I wish you all the best. Thanks very much. We're All About This! And that's it for this episode of All About This. Remember, you can get in touch and continue the conversation with us on Facebook and Twitter. And find out more on allaboutthis.com. Thanks to our producer, Amy O'Dwyer at Trees Road Productions. Until next time, thanks for listening.